Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC. Sierra Ridge Wealth Management is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. The S&P 500 is a market-cap-weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies in leading industries of the U.S. economy. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Hunter and not those of Sierra Ridge Wealth Management or Next Financial Group. Next does not provide tax or legal advice. Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator Podcast. Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor, and my goal is to help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. Okay, guys, November 15th today, market is rallying again. We're having more and more volatility, uh, and really, the, the whole reason that this is happening is economic activity is dropping. And that's a good thing. Doesn't make any sense, right? Why in the world would the market do well when the economy is starting to show signs of slowing down? Well, again, the market is forward looking. A slowing down economy is a great thing right now. It means the Fed doesn't have to hit the brakes so hard and investors love it. They love that the Fed can step back a little bit and not pump the brakes and that the tightening process can slow down a little bit. That's going to propel markets forward. Anytime that we get any news from the Fed uh, saying that they're not going to have to raise interest rates as fast or they're not going to have to slow down the economy so much, it's going to be a major, major catalyst for the markets. And today isn't as crazy of a volatile day as we saw last week when I did the episode of if you're not invested today, I am sorry. But still, it's still a great, great market um, activity day and everything is up and in the green, something that, you know, of course we like to see everybody's making money today as long as you are invested. So just looking at this past month, the S&P is up 11.5%, the Dow is up 13.5%, and the NASDAQ is up 10.5%. I mean, who in the heck would have thought that would be possible? This entire year has just felt like bad news and big down days and lots of red on the screen and panic and fear and wanting to sell and all of the negative emotion that comes with it. And then we have this gigantic month where every, you know all the major indexes are all up double digits. It's just absolutely crazy. Remember, volatility, market volatility is not just a negative thing. It doesn't only mean going down. Market volatility can mean going up as well. And I think we're going to continue to have these volatile days as the market kind of feels out where the Fed's at with what they're wanting to do, how hot the economy is, all these uh, factors that we have going on. Um, there's going to be a lot of volatile times going forward. So I want to talk about four ways that we can handle a volatile marketplace. Because again, the last thing that we want to do is run to the computer to try to buy stocks this last week because the market's doing so well, and then run to sell if we see a bad week and keep playing this game of jumping in and out and timing. That You're never going to win that way. So four ways that we can handle a volatile marketplace. Number one, 
do not sit in cash. And we talked about this yesterday on the podcast, you know, the opportunity cost of sitting in cash and, and how much cash you should really hold and why it's not a good thing to be holding on to so much cash, not only within, you know, a savings account, but also within your investments, we don't want to be sitting in a lot of cash. And we've talked about this before, you know, how bad it is to miss only the bend, the 10 best days um, over a long time frame, how much that can hurt your overall portfolio returns. But think about this. So on average, for the 12 months following the end of a bear market, a fully invested stock portfolio had an average total return of 37%. 37% on average after a bear market. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. That's if you stayed 100% invested. However, if an investor missed the first six months of the recovery by holding cash, their return would have only been 7.5%. You would have lost out on 30% of the gains if you were sitting in cash for that first six month period. Then everybody wants to say, you know, oh, I would have got back in by then. I wouldn't be sitting in cash for that long, but it can happen very quickly. That time goes by and an investor might not have bought back in and they miss that huge up rally. We have to be prepared to take advantage of those upswings when they happen because they will happen. Just like we know, there's going to be downturns in the market. There sure as heck are going to rebound, be rebounds as well because there's never been anything ever in the history of the economy, in the history of the stock market that we were not able to overcome and rebound from. Okay, the second thing you can do to help handle a volatile market is dollar cost averaging. And again, we also talked about this when we talked about the putting smart on auto. Not only is it a good idea because it automatically makes you invest into your goals and it's just like another cable bill or your Netflix bill that comes through every single month, you're putting money away, you forget that it's even happening until you turn around 10 years later and you see how much you had. But not only is it a great way to force yourself to save and force yourself to budget well, it also helps to lower the overall average share price of the securities that you're buying. If you continually buy smaller portions on a month to month to month basis, and especially if you're doing that over a longer time frame, odds are that you're going to be buying that security at an average share price of much lower than if you would have bought in with a single large lump sum. And plus it just helps emotionally, right? I mean, I look at it as as the market's falling, we're buying things on a discount. So as it continues to fall and continues to fall, if I'm dollar cost averaging and buying more and buying more, I'm buying the same exact securities at cheaper and cheaper prices. Then when that rebound happens, that money that I bought in at cheaper prices can rebound exponentially faster. And if you just have it set up that you know exactly how much it's going to go in every single month into which accounts, and it doesn't matter what the market's doing, up, down, sideways, negative, positive, flat, whatever it is doing at that time, we know that we're putting X amount of dollars into the account and we can let the news part of everything go and just stick to the game plan then. Which is a great segment into my third way of how you can beat and handle market volatility is turn off the news. <laughs> we don't want to open Yahoo Finance every single day and see what the Fed is talking about and see what all the CPI numbers are saying. Again, that's my job. That's what we'll do for you. And we can dissect that information and send it back to you and, and talk about it in an educational manner. But if you're constantly opening up the Yahoo Finance page or any major news outlet and just reading about or listening to how the sky is falling and the market's tanking and it's never going to come back and we're just headed for the world to end, then you're never going to do well within your investments at that point. 
So do not, do not chase headlines. And that even means in a, in a positive manner as well. I always laugh again. I get emails all the time that come through my inbox. Oh, the, the biggest recession of all time is coming up at the end of 2022. And then two days later, I'll get an email of a, of a notification from a news outlet that says, oh, the biggest uh, bull run is coming ever. And are you prepared? These five stocks are going to go 1000% in five days. I mean, it just flip-flops back and forth, back and forth all the time. And it can drive you absolutely up a wall <laughs> if, if you're constantly looking at it and constantly reading and trying to navigate that landscape. So do not listen to what the news outlets are telling you about what's happening within the stock market and what you should be doing. And the final last way to handle a volatile market is rebalance your portfolio. If you're that worried about it and you feel like you've taken a way bigger hit than you should have and you're not seeing a decent rebound this last month, you're not taking advantage of the upswing, then your portfolio is just out of whack for what your goals are and what your risk tolerance is. And that's okay to rebalance. Rebalancing is a lot different than going in and just making quick emotional trades and going crazy and just changing your entire portfolio. Rebalance is structured. There's a a reason for doing it. There's a reason for the changes that you're making and it can be a slow process over time, which we rebalance constantly within our portfolios. I mean, the bulk of the portfolio is probably rebalanced two to three times annually, depending how volatile the marketplace is. Some more short-term individual plays might be rebalanced more five to six times a year. Again, just depends on how volatile everything's going, but rebalancing is okay. It's natural. You should be doing it. You should be moving throughout different sectors of the marketplace, depending on what's undervalued and what's going on. But again, that's way different than emotional bulk selling and buying just based on fear or greed of what's going on that day in the marketplace. So I hope that helps. Again, I really do think that we're going to continue seeing this volatility, which may be a good thing. You know, I do think that there are some tailwinds right now that can push us forward. And if the Fed does come out and uh, talk about potentially slowing down, we could see some major, major upswings that happen really quickly and really sharply. So I want you to be prepared to take advantage of those. And I don't want emotion to set in with fear or with greed going forward when we can see big up days and big down days back to back. I want you to be set up in a way that you can hold the course, dollar cost average, and reach your financial goals. So if I can help, if you'd like to chat about how you can reach your financial goals while taking on less risk, you can always go over to my website at hunterlowry.com. You can book a discovery call one-on-one -on -one with myself. It's a free call. I would love to chat and love to give you some advice on what I would do if I were in your shoes. So with that, everybody, it's a great day to have a great day. Take care.